first time they heard it, it was the middle of the night. Jason and Kimberly McGibbon had just moved into their turn-of-the-century fixer-upper in Hamilton, Ontario. And the noise that first night, it woke them up. It was coming from right outside their bedroom window. When we first moved to the city, it was in the spring, and we were, it, it was as simple as we started sleeping with the windows open. And, uh, we could hear people going through um, our garbage, you know. From Send Relief, Stories of Hope is a podcast about people who meet needs and change lives. In this episode, a story about what happened when a nice, normal suburban family moved to the big city and discovered an unreached people group. Literally in their own backyard. Everybody they tend to call them the recyclers. Some of them will um, be from shelters, so they're, they're homeless. Uh, then there's another group of them who are, um, they still live below the poverty line. They might be on a disability that keeps them from, um, from working. And then they're all going through garbage, looking for things that they could then collect, cash in for a deposit. So we kind of put two and two together and said, ah, that's a unique thing that's happening in our neighborhood. And if there's practical ways that we can help, we want to do that. The idea that Jason and Kimberly McGibbon came up with was small and simple, and for Jason, kind of frightening. Frightening because talking to strangers, especially strangers who go through his trash, is not something he ever imagined he'd be comfortable doing. I'm an introvert. I'm not really good at starting conversations. I would be the least likely guy to go do something like this. But the first part I think of living missionally is just identifying who are people who are not in a relationship with Jesus who are around you and how do you build relationships with those with those people. This is a story about a quiet man who found a small way to do a big thing. This is Stories of Hope, episode 47, The Recyclers. It was a long time ago, but Jason still remembers that it all started on a Monday. He remembers that because Monday is garbage day. We had to, some had to run to the grocery store one morning, so my wife was driving and just happened to drive by what we call the beer store. And she saw a group of people with all these things that they had collected waiting outside of the beer store. Um, and then they were lining up outside waiting for the beer store um, to open because glass or, or cans could be returned to the beer store for a deposit. Their new neighbors had told Jason and Kimberly all about the recyclers. They'd heard them outside their window, but now Jason and Kimberly saw them, all lined up on Dundurn Street, each one pushing a cart filled with beer bottles. Once the store opened, they turned in what they'd collected during the night. And then they left with a few dollars that would hopefully carry them over until the next garbage day. That's the sound of profit. That is Rick. 
To get this load, I put in uh, 32.39 kilometers. And had Jason and Kimberly stopped that day and asked why he worked so hard to earn so little, this is probably what he would have told them. There was a time when I first started this, when I'd go out, you could pull in on the average, say, 70 to 120 bucks type thing. But now you can see I'll be lucky to make like 40 bucks tops because there's just so many people out doing this now these days. You don't really want to be out here doing this, but you really got no The beer store was at the end of Jason and Kimberly Street. And so, the following Monday, Jason grabbed a thermos and some courage and went to meet the strangers who'd been going through his trash. It started as simple as taking some coffee and trying to build relationships with them. When you first started doing it, how many other guys were doing it? Uh, I think we were the original three. And in the beginning, like, I was a bit of a deer in the headlights. I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, so I mean, I still remember some of the conversations, like when you'd be standing there and a guy would be, you know, Jay, I was never a crackhead till I hit 50. And that, like, I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say at all. Hey, Paul. Nevertheless, Jason showed up that next Monday, and then the next Monday, and then the next Monday. And so it went for seven years. Hey, man, you want a hot chocolate or sandwich while you're waiting? Now, a team from his church comes with him, and they've not missed a single week. Every Monday, yep, all year round. So, rain, snow, we try to be out there. There you go. Thank you very much. Yeah, for sure. They bring sandwiches and hot chocolate. Everybody knows everybody, and Jason is no longer a deer in the headlights. I know, I feel kind of bad. The one week I was away, and it was really cold. <laughs> You've been keeping well, though? We'll kind of gather and talk, and um, now there's friendship, so it just feels like you're talking with a friend. Today's not too bad. It's not that cold out. When we see people as groups of people, like the homeless with quotations around it, or the recyclers, man, it's really tempting to, to start to get to the place where we fail to see the image of God in people. And I think if we can get to the place where we see people as people and have a heart to build relationships with them, having to force yourself to go do it on a street corner with people you've never met who are from a completely different experience than you've ever lived. Um, yeah, I've learned a lot. <laughs> there's, a, there's a passage of scripture that says like, God's mercies are brand new every day. Basically. Jason has come a long way in seven years. That first night when he heard people going through his trash, he never thought he'd be here doing this. I'm reminded, man, that's why there's something beyond just what's here and now. And then that first Monday when he showed up with nothing but anxiety and a thermos full yeah, of black absolutely. coffee, he had no plan for what this would become. Well, hey, since everybody's standing around already, before it opens, uh, anybody got anything I can pray for you about? And yet, this thing, call it what you will, has become eternally important to the people who come every garbage day to see the beer store on Dundurn Street. Paul, you got any prayer requests, buddy? Pardon? Any prayer requests? Yeah. It got nicknamed the Beer Store Church. I, I can't remember who did it, but it kind of stuck. Well, let me pray for you guys and then... <clears throat> hey, guy, we just want to pause and just give you thanks for this day. I'm not trying to pre preach a sermon to them. I'm not sure they would listen. I mean, I would love, they all get an invitation to church, but I realize for lots of different reasons, they don't do 
relationships, groups of people, or inside <laughs> very well. Um, I want to pray for my brother here standing beside me as he and his wife are shared battling addiction. I know that going and taking, you know, hot chocolate sandwiches isn't fighting homelessness, right? It's just building relationships. Um, but I think that's what I, I love about it. You know, when we look at the way that Jesus conducted himself, there's concern for the needs around us. There is relationships that are, um, that cross boundaries. And so, you know, if every single person saw themselves as a little task force going out to do it, you can just look at your neighborhood with different eyes, try to see some of the different kinds of people that you might be able to build a relationship with and serve. And we just want to pray all these things in the precious and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. This has been Stories of Hope from Send Relief. Today's episode, The Recyclers. Families in crisis live in every community. For ideas on simple ways that you and your church can meet needs and build relationships with them, go to sendrelief.org. And finally, if you liked what you heard here, please rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. And join us in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope. <laughs>